0: okay 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 oh a little chill sweat equity podcast and streaming show it kind of fits because it's still hot in october a lot of places right now sweating through your mask sweating through that holiday outfit coming up for halloween i'm lost Smith, and to my right your left on the tube is eric redinger hey you want some value add up front before we bring in power business attorney yeah steven fantetti Look, if you've got a website and you need to get some uh, boilerplate legal stuff, this is not a sponsor of the show. We just try to throw a little prize out in the front. Go to getterms.io. I use it when I'm building out people's websites and they don't have that legal stuff. I go make their privacy policy, cookie, banner, uh, terms and conditions, terms of agreement. You can get some free stuff on there, and then you know the more custom you need, then you have to start paying. But that's our value add. What Red, was it?
1: Getterms.io. Get, getterms.io. G-E-T. T-E-R-M-S. G- yes.
0: Uh, .io. .io, or just Google Get Terms, and they'll probably pop up. This episode is brought to you by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. because it's $75 off an annual plan for your business phone line. You got a business. You got a side hustle. You got uh, maybe you're on the dating apps, and you don't want to use a Google Voice you just want to have a second line so all those creepsters aren't all over you. Oh, yeah. That's what the ladies do. They all use Google voice numbers. You know that? Yeah,
1: lots of guys need that.
0: Try Trygrasshopper.com forward slash gets you $75 off an annual plan. That link will be in the show notes. 75 bones off an annual plan. Who else is giving that to you, Dale? Darling? Uh, what? Yeah, I got mixed up between Darling and what? Um, what? 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 expressvpn try expressvpn a virtual private network try expressvpn.com forward slash sweat like key sweat gets you three months free off an annual plan get that virtual private network a computer in the sky if you want to think about it like that, wow. that you can't get tracked Amazing. when you're looking at stuff online you don't like retargeting ads i do for people no more won't be tracked on a virtual private network want to Log into another country so you can go check out Netflix in another country. Boom. Try ExpressVPN.com forward slash sweat. Three months free off of, tri- off of uh, uh annual plan. And lastly, Warby Parker, Warby forward slash sweat. Get you five free pairs to try and own. Let's get this party started. What about Howdy my sweat equity. sweat equity? Sweat equity.
2: Sweat, 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 equity. My sweat equity. My, my sweat equity.
0: Yeah, we're we're good. I'm going to get this intro going. All right, this is the longest intro for any guest. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to do this like I bring up comedians with a long hit list. You've seen him in clubs and colleges all over the country. Just kidding. Uh, He's a corporate lawyer, a law professor at Western Michigan Law School. He's also a part-time owner of a real estate land development company specializing in new construction developments and real estate sales. He also represents small businesses through a private law firm called FantettiLegal.com, and he's former college wide receiver. Let's give it up for Steve Fantetti! That's how you got to do it. You got to do an Oprah. When you bring him on stage, you do the Oprah with the name. it
1: That op- was Oprah.
0: Well, got it's, it. It's a weak Oprah. I'm, I don't want to blow y'all's eardrums out right. or anybody listening. Okay. So, man, it's been forever since you've been on the show. You're definitely what, probably the, the most informative guest we have continually. <laughs> I'll <laughs>
2: say that. <laughs>
0: uh, dude, I, I, send, I send video clips of previous times you've been on when I get asked about why do I need an LLC and why, you know, why should I have document, legal documents and why should I protect myself? And I just go, here, he can explain it better, like Will Ferrell in the debate at the end of Old School. He's just. Yeah, gonna, I remember last time he's we gonna reel on, it though. off.
2: I think Serena was there because she just messaged me a little bit ago. Ooh, um, Serena Faison, yeah. On uh, LinkedIn, yeah, we just got on uh, LinkedIn. I didn't even know she was on it, but um, I remember last time she was on with you guys. We were all there talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it has been a while.
0: It, you mean four-time Emmy award-winning Serena that's, Faison? That's, did that's I say right. it right now?
1: Yes, you I did. It right. Say
2: Yes. <laughs> I fr-
0: what? what I call it phase. Faz- I say it, faz- I say it faz- on, like Faison love. Uh, so we're going to phase on. That was
2: like I was like a year and a half ago, but I remember we. My point of saying all that was, was we went deep in on um, uh, entity formations and the challenges and risk assessments of them and all that kind of stuff. So that was good.
0: Yeah. Anything you're you're coming across and you're kind of since then mm-hmm. any p- any trends you're getting questions on like any I am FAQs you might be able to knock out because we haven't talked about you know I help you uh, you know back in the day with Fantini Legal, but I haven't. We haven't talked shop about what you're talking about with a bunch of clients or getting inquiries about.
2: Yeah, I was going to say it's actually a good time to ask that because from a business standpoint right now, given what's going on with with the pandemic, a lot of businesses, um, you know, depending upon what size you are, but they are facing similar challenges. And I think the biggest one they're facing, other than obviously how to handle their workforce from a remote standpoint, and still keep them, you know, feeling like they're part of the company. And there's a bunch of laws you have to comply with, obviously, while you're doing that. But the biggest challenge they're facing in the, in the markets, I think, right now is the commercial real estate market. A lot of businesses are going to have to bend and change the way they're deciding how they want to approach 2021 and beyond about needing, you know, commercial business space. Because a lot of them might not. They're realizing now what the pandemic's forced them to do is take another route. About face to look at and say, "Well, look, do we need to have all this expensive commercial real estate if we can still conduct ourselves, you know, in a different way um, as a business and still be effective and have efficiency rates be high from our employees when they're working outside of an office space? Because that's really what office spaces were created for." Not just to have the inner interpersonal communication to be able to be, you know have someone at your your beck and call, it was really to have a place of focus so people could really you know narrow down and narrow in on what they're working on uh, on a daily basis. yeah, so that's changing, and so I think that's going to be the biggest thing. People trying to get out of leases there's a lot of clients and a lot of businesses I've been representing where they're trying to find you know ways to maybe get out or to maybe push some of the rent and stuff onto the you know the back end term of the leases so that they can maybe find a different way to reassess and decide if they want to stay in, but they're extending that longer. So that's been the biggest thing that I've seen those trends, those two big issues. I mean, there's a lot of other ones, but I'll focus on those main two is that workforce efficiency from a remote standpoint and then two, what you're going to do with, with, with the commercial real estate market. Um, and you know, that and that's one of the reasons why I got really heavy into the um, residential side of it, as you know, a lot recently from the past, you know, 18 months, before the pandemic started, which is kind of seen with that foresight where people are gonna be working from home. People are gonna need homes more now than they will. And that's why I'm looking forward to having a lot of those developments built because people now realize they wanna be in the suburbs, be around things, schools, places to eat, you know, restaurants, markets, those things. To survive because you're not going to, need to be in the office every day. So, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that trend is going to change as well.
0: And you're, I mean, you're literally at your house right now doing this interview. And, yes. you know, you've, you've kind of shuffled your your own kind of working environment a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can, I think I can hear Ev in the background, your son.
2: Uh, no, I've got actually, they're getting, uh, I'm getting, just call me at the wrong time. I'm getting some, um, uh, new shutters put in all around my house, and okay. so you hear some noise? Things yeah. going on. This guy's banging there downstairs. Good like, timing. So, yeah, somebody's getting appreciate beat it. to death. Yeah, downstairs. no, nothing uh, like that. Just
0: and tell your son. I said yeah, happy happy birthday. Him. By the way, I I have my that. son's birthday. Wasn't
2: it just his birthday recently? His birth, Well, it's coming November fifth. You were close. Okay, maybe <laughs> I
0: had a week early on my kid's uh, announcement. It. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Of course, it's nice of you. no, but you know, you you didn't foresee. I mean. You said it, the re- so residential is interesting because mm-hmm. the market's never really been higher, I guess. Uh, Correct. Every, <laughs> everybody in a residential real estate situation, all the realtor friends I have are like, there's mm-hmm. not enough inventory to sell. Uh, in
1: residential. In
0: residential. and commercial,
1: oh. it's waiting mm-hmm. for the other shoe
0: to drop. Well, I was going to say,
1: market. there's got to be something that, some kind of conversion. There's going to be a bunch of open office space where there's going to be owners that are going to be like, we need to figure out how to turn this into something livable. And I know there's going to be zoning crazy stuff with that, you know, but like there's got to be some kind of giant pivot into like something new that's going to come along.
0: There's got to be a lot of shuffling around in commercial. I mean, if we're talking office space, we're not really talking like restaurants or warehouses really, you know, you gotta, it's tough because it's it's commercial so big and specified, uh, depending on the sector. So like restaurants are really fucked uh, offices. I feel yeah. like,
2: right. Yeah, I mean yeah.
0: a little bit, right. Oh, sorry. I'm dropping F bombs. Well, No, it's
2: not that. No, it's not that. I don't want the I wouldn't Florida ball on top of us. No, that has nothing to do with I know, that. I I'm just, kidding. I, I think, I know you are. And listen, I understand your point. There's a lot more, I think there's a lot more positivity people should be having in that, in that, that, that space. I think the commercial service industry, including restaurants, bars, those kind of things, I think you're going to see an uptick in that because people can't stay in their houses forever. Really, and I think once a vaccine comes out, you'll see a lot more um, people flooding to those, uh, you know, specific establishments. So I don't think there's going to be as much of a hindrance. I think we're getting beyond that hindrance now, despite a a potential second wave coming. You know, I think there's just FDA approval of a drug today that that just got on the market for COVID. So, I mean, there's going to be the wave of those drugs coming. Yeah. Uh, So I think pretty soon you're going to see that kind of level off. And I think a lot of those, I have a lot of clients that are actually doing franchising, restaurants. Um, and they're really pushing getting their new establishments built and ready to go. Because I think 2021, you are going to see that uptick. And, you, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's going to be one of the things that 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 comes out of this, where people can see that, you know, those establishments are needed in society, given the fact that people will probably likely be working from home more. They're going to need those escapes. I mean, six million homes were sold in the United States last year. That figure has probably dropped this year down to 48 million or 4.5 million probably in by by when 2020 is done. Um, Although interest rates are lower, banks are lending. It's a little easier to kind of get money, but it depends if you're even employed because unemployment rate's high. So those things kind of counteract each other and make those numbers look different. But I think you know the number of home sales has steadily risen, I believe, over the last 10 years. Uh, I think there was a slight dip in 2014, but all this was right after the recession. So you're going to continue to see that you know, scale high. And I do think eventually you're going to see that residential real estate market will continue to stay hot and there's going to be a big need for new builds. And that's one of the reasons why I want to get involved in it.
0: Yeah. Even in the thick of, um, of, you know, the spring when it was kind of, we're still really in the unknown. I, I talked to a few people, you know, that are higher ups in construction companies. And I'm like, what's the mm-hmm. dip you think? Cause in my head, I just don't know. I don't. I'm not in it every day, so I, I get to ask questions like just, just I don't know, like that. Like, have sure. no. It's good to have no. Assumptions. They assume you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, Rightly so. Know what you don't know. So I don't. I don't go into it and go, hey, I bet you, you guys are like really sucking right now. I, I I just go what What is the impact on y'all? And they're like, you know, it's about 15 percent, and and I'm talking guys. Uh, these construction guys do the high-rise stuff around the country, kind of builders. Yeah, but it was those still guys like, are going to
2: face a different a different perspective. I see your point because like law firms and all those counting all those big companies that they have they're up in those high-rise office buildings, and they're not might not even be able to have the same amount of funds coming in anymore because a lot of businesses cut back on legal fees and things, and they can't afford to obviously keep rent. And if you can do and use a law firm remotely and virtually, which is I think the trend's going, especially from those particular service, uh, you know. If you, if you want to call them white-collar um, service industries, like accounting and law firms, I think they can be done virtually and remotely, and that's where that shift might be. And so that's why that commercial real estate might drop, like you're
0: saying. On a psychological psychological level, I don't think I, – I think a lot of people transition to a remote. I really don't think we're that good at it. Uh, especially if you're in office I'd love to hear that I know look, I know personally I like to go into an office a lot more than work I I don't really like working from home cuz I can get distracted mm-hmm. by shutter installers and stuff Yeah but, sorry about that <laughs> No but I'm okay. saying like I'll find things to do my ADHD can go off the chain with the yeah. you know a side list of I've punch <laughs> a punch list of of things to do That's as kidding. well right. as try to work mm-hmm. uh and it's so strange. like I know myself that way I know a lot of people transition. They go, "Well, this is pretty great. We don't have to spend that much money in rent." But right. What they don't do, and I'm noticing this just anecdotally, is they don't know how to really remote manage yet.
1: Right. That uh, that's the thing. Yeah, that people need to be managed still. Like, and it, it's just going to be the wild west until they figure that out. Like, just whatever, you know, accountability stuff they got to come up with. I mean, most people aren't like you recognizing that going to an office is a good thing, can be a good yeah. thing. Most people I think get home and it's like, right. great, party time, baby.
2: Yeah. And, and again, and, and what, 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 Eric just said is right. And in and, law, and he was compounding on the point that you, you said, I think you guys are exactly right. Cause remember when we started this, this call, you know, I said, you know, those two main things we're seeing is that workforce efficiency. And of course the commercial real estate market, we talked about the commercial real estate market side. Now you're talking about work, workplace efficiency and because the pandemic hit us, you know, out of nowhere um people didn't really have a plan and so you're right it's can you project manage as law would always tell me can you project manage from afar you know can you still have efficiency doing that is there a plan in place and a lot of companies didn't have it and so it does create challenges especially if you're a small business trying to grow and trying to scale it can be difficult you don't have that plan in place you can't have the oversight over all your workers and then you're not making the strides or meeting the numbers or projections that you're intended to meet, especially by q4 which we're in now so You know, as people strive towards the end of the year to try to show different types of revenue and different results, you know, those things you guys just talked about with that efficiency standpoint that happened probably, you know, towards the middle of Q2 and as Q3 went through, they probably just haven't figured it out yet or they're still trying to.
1: Yeah. I'm still impressed that like the school systems did as good as they did having Hmm. any sort of plan. Like there was no like, oh, well, this could happen. Like, you know, and they had a, a system set up that kind of worked good enough, like yeah. For the parents, it sucked, and it was confusing and all that, but it was there, and it passed as an education for that amount of time. You know, We're all yeah. happy with it. Move on, that well, sort of thing. But
0: not in California and a lot of other states where they're still not – schools still aren't open in a lot of places, which is
1: – No, I'm talking like, about just the remote learning-like oh, yeah, side of it. But it's are they just like, holding it's them a, back. Yeah.
0: It's a patch, though. I mean, it's definitely like – It is. It's definitely tough – to manage both for a lot of people. I mean, you had to really do it. My kids are not old enough to really do any kind of school work, you know? Right. But you're, you were having, you know, that kind of four way foray into like, Oh, I gotta do homework. I gotta really sit down, like kind of stuff. Oh, I gotta teach supposed it. To
1: do <laughs> I gotta tell you what it is? I'm usually just like I just put those. What like was that, that
2: like, Eric? Because you have you have children, right, that are in school. that yeah. have Homework and they have to take classes, right? Yeah. How, it was. How was that? They're, been? Eight,
0: they're eight and five, right? Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So oh, it was okay. really only one kid at the time. She was in second grade, and it wasn't. Right. It was a lot of like, well, where do you go here? And they, it was very convoluted, and there was stuff spread out because they have to have right. all these different websites that do different things. Right. And um it was not it wasn't easy. It wasn't it's not easy getting your seven year old up amped for school when they can just no. lay on the couch. I mean, they had to do Zoom calls every day and it was yeah. just battled to get her to sit up and not be laying in bed. I'm like, yo come on, man. Like they're gonna you know <laughs> yes, yeah, one, one rule
0: I, I like t- Jordan Harbinger, um, you yeah. know, the former Wall Street real estate attorney uh that has yep. a Jordan Harbinger show. Uh it's like
1: fifty. Huh?
0: No, but he—he uh, he, what's it called? He had a good rule. I heard when I listened to a show. Right as this stuff was starting to happen, and he's like, "Get dressed, even if you're working in your own house, because it creates this like weird this. boundary." Yeah, no, right.
2: Uh, that's why I do it. My wife was making fun of me, like I said, the, the, uh, the other day. She's like, well, why, why are you dressing like that every time you work from home? And I said, it's funny, you, you'd be surprised your attention to detail changes when you're simply typing at a computer and you see the cuffs on your sleeves and you realize you're wearing a, like a collared shirt, that you're probably doing something important and maybe you'll focus differently. And so that's why I make a habit of dressing like this every day, you know, I'm working from home. Um, instead of wearing like my triple option T-shirt or something,
1: yeah, like
0: <laughs> that's our former college football <laughs> podcast
1: for RIP. Hey man, who knows? Check we, it out, 2019. We, what was it,
2: the
0: beauty of it is we can always bring it back whenever, uh, whenever the world settles out again. But man, college yeah, f- well, this, this season would be the worst to ever do it. Anyway.
2: The Big Ten starts up this week. So yeah, that's so weird. Now, what? So.
1: <laughs> he was <laughs> telling me the top 25. He's like Louisiana's in there. I'm freaking out Coastal trying to get Carolina. I'm like, what are you talking about? Trying like, to get
0: waiver for my top 25 league and it's like decimated like you're starting third string running backs because there's just not enough people just playing
2: justin fields man you'll be fine uh, he got
0: drafted all the way yeah, some, uh first pick friend of the program brendan t gleason uh nice comedian yeah. oh, yeah. buddy of mine he got he drafted him and stashed him for six weeks so um, he knows what he's doing yeah it's one of those things where uh, yeah. look that's kind of a little bit of a dovetails a little bit into kind of things are opening back up uh, yeah. Florida is definitely the most American state. Cause we're just letting it go, baby. <sighs> yeah, we're going to be that ring. Petri dish, man. Um,
2: yeah.
0: and so a different
2: take for sure.
0: Well, I try to, that's my optimistic, positive take on Florida. When everybody shits on Florida, it's like, look, we're the most American state. Not only do we take care of your relatives that you don't want. And they start a new life down here.
1: But yeah, we don't all, want them. Yeah, either we don't want to visit your grandma,
0: and and we Damn, deal with man. y'all traveling down here, you know, uh, to to go to the beaches and whatnot. Go get airbrushed yeah. t-shirts in Panama City, but like, <laughs> but City also, tattoos. yeah, get your get your tit tats and all that stuff. Um,
2: well, the governor had a had a, had, a, had a tough decision to make, you know, and whether the governor did it right or not. I think with hindsight's really not too much worth battling over that point in a, in a, in a debate right now. I mean, obviously mistakes were made and obviously that's based on information that the part of the government didn't have, but I think, you know, yeah,
0: everybody, everybody looks the, at that and politicizes everything. I, we yeah. really didn't look at uh, economic wise, how it's bad this that is balance. and then it's now we're getting balance. data that the mental health of all this, where we maybe shut down way too hardcore, it may be worse than the actual death count. They might. Yeah, say.
2: that was that was my that was my my point earlier to your restaurant. You know, quote was basically to tell you that I think some of these service industries, there there should be some you know movement towards giving more openness to them and realizing the the need for them. It's because of mental health. Like I said, you can't just human beings aren't meant to just be stuck at home all day. They just can't. Human beings by nature are social. You know, they they need you know something outside of their everyday structure and routine to be able to break that up the monotony of it and you know if people want to call it being the new normal you know i think you know a lot of people disagree with and i think you need to be able to have it where people can obviously you know see the world a little bit more because they know there's going to be restrictions especially now on a, on a go forward basis whether you're traveling in, in by car by plane by ship whatever it is you know, it's just going to be different now. Remember, so want they, to keep as much normalcy as you can.
0: They tried to shut down the beaches for like a week. And we were like, that doesn't make any sense with all the rules that we know. Oh, no. Remember, it was like, yeah. fuck well, that
2: noise. There's some sense in terms of how you keep them open, in terms of how many people you can have gathered. I mean, obviously, we know this. The spread can happen you know, when you're in larger groups like that and even smaller ones. So, I mean, it's just hard because you're facing a country that's built on its – Right to be free, and people think that that's being infringed upon every single time. And I think sometimes people maybe lost sight about the fact that you know we're all in this together, yeah, and it's important, you know, to understand maybe we got to be smart and sacrifice a little bit of that,
1: right? Maybe somebody's and not coming at you, yeah. yeah, maybe part. it's not people something that's, that's trying to take have from free you. speech. Yeah, yeah, people aren't
2: saying you, you don't have free speech anymore, people aren't saying you have the right to peacefully assembly, people aren't saying anything. It's just we need to look out for each other to stop the spread so We can get back, you know, right. like running things and basics like we were before.
0: Yeah, and so, Amer- a lot of Americans have a lot of Abby Hoffman in them, and it very like mm-hmm. you can't, can't, you can't.
1: I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was I'll gonna say, who say who for those is. of those idiots <laughs> out there who don't know who that is, go ahead, tell them. Long, you just let them know. Abby
0: Hoffman, one of the freedom fighters. Uh, the uh, there's a Netflix movie uh, that just came out. Du- with Sasha Baron Cohen as Abby Hoffman oh, yeah. called I The Trial of the Chicago 7 oh, weird. Really? very important uh, free speech guy very important in the in the mm-hmm. activism and protests in the in the late 60s and 70s sure. maybe one of the first kind of stand up comics too in a way uh, I don't know. Uh, in six- uh, so wait, what, we, what was the reference
1: get... that you were saying? Well, how is... We
0: all have a little. Americans have a little bit of like you can't tell me what to do because it's almost in the DNA of the country because we really just kind of mm-hmm. deflected and we're like, no, and like that's we're, we're our right. own thing it, here, and, and that, it, that's on a micro-macro scale with a lot of people, you know.
2: Well, right, and then I think you felt it from a business standpoint because you know the majority of businesses owned in the United States are, are, are small businesses, and when they're shut down and it's their only livelihood, and they. Feel like they're being tread on in that regard. I think that's what also, you know, mm-hmm. multiplies the effect of it.
0: Let, well, you're you're a new converted American now. You just voted for the first yeah. time. Yeah.
1: First time. Yeah, oh, congratulations. That's, that's why congratulations guys. on your choices that, of president.
0: That's why he's so nice. <laughs> it's because he's from Canada. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, uh, my- Right.
0: Thunder Bay, right? Where you're
2: like, I'm just going to skip this no, one. I'll get Windsor. you for you. In no, four I, you. I, I know it's Windsor. Tecumseh, Ontario. Ticumcee, Ontario, I, which is just outside of Windsor.
0: I want to meet your dad, the constable up there, man.
2: I, I thought you have met him. No, Definitely no. Chief. I just
0: saw. I just see news articles when he's, when he's pimping. Big pimping yeah, over he's there. down
2: here. He's down here a lot. He'll be down here again when this thing's all... His dad's a constable.
0: Out. Isn't that a cool name for... For uh, for running running the show up there,
2: running which show?
1: The police, the police. He's actually deputy chief of police. Okay, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah I thought uh, it was a police officer. Uh, I don't know. Canada's weird. Might have been the okay. mayor.
0: Yeah, I, I was I was kind of guessing. I was hoping Steve floated through that. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that think a think cool thing, Steve? No, uh, I
2: cleaned it up for you. What's going but, on? What else you want to talk about?
0: Well, I, you know, you're a future politician. Um, <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> you will be. I, it's no. Fair. Well, you've sure. got the makeup to to be that for sure I, I've been saying that since like the first time we met I'm like why are you so on point and uh <laughs> shaking hands kissing babies <laughs> why are you so
1: on point dude? all the time stop it? all
0: the time I, we were next door neighbors that's how we met and I was like why are, like I'd be like look at me getting up at 6 a.m walking the dogs I'm I'm taking the day and you'd be and running he's back, back from the just gym just got done
1: with the dogs <laughs> you'd be
0: like I've been up since 4.30 <laughs> I just already ran like five miles just got back from the gym I'm like <laughs> Oh fuck you, just dude! Busy. Yeah,
2: just busy, man. Just no, but you're on schedule. top of it. No,
0: I say your 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 work ethic is contagious, and it's in a, in a good way. It's very, it's uh, it makes you go like, I got, I can step up my game a little bit more. But work Always. ethic and compliments aside, uh, yeah. you know, how these things are getting politicized? Mm-hmm. Do you, are you seeing that in kind of business, legal, or any legal stuff coming up? Like how this election is gonna affect any of? Anything for maybe the small business owner that's listening yeah. or someone that's trying to start a brand and then that like part-time hustle phase where they're trying to get it going, what would change for yeah. them?
2: You know, that's a, that, that's a, that's a great when question. When Kanye is our president. Very pertinent question. There you go. That's a question when they have these town halls that maybe you should have went to, uh, stood up and asked it because – A lot of it is going to depend and businesses are going to be making their decisions. And even what people do with their markets from, uh, sorry, with their money, from an investment standpoint with the markets, people think that whoever becomes the next president or whether Trump remains the next president, of course, is, um, you know, is there going to be a change to the markets or is there going to be a change to the tax rates? People think, you know, I've been hearing that they say if Biden gets in, that he's going to, you know, increase the corporate tax rate. And so businesses are going to be taxed more right now with Trump. You know rates like the S corporate and some other corporate tax rates. He, he 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 reduced a lot lower, and so businesses feel that they're keeping a lot more of their money. And they're able to do things to you know maintain payroll or to you know maybe really put money into R and D, whatever businesses want to do with their money. You know, but I think you really don't know yet. I think the principles between Democrats and Republicans in terms of how they decide to spend in tax have been pretty clear for decades long. And I think there's not really much to dispute about what their views are on that but really what it comes down to is when someone gets in the office what they're really going to do because i think it's hard to say because you know if Joe Biden wins and people say right now what you're hearing is that they think he's, he's going to raise taxes on everybody, then they say he's not going to raise taxes on individuals if you make over 400000 Then they say he is going to raise the corporate tax rates to generate more revenue for the American government so they can put money into other social or other programs, etc., or maybe even into fighting COVID-19 and being ready for the future because they say the country wasn't ready for it when this wave came. But I think you don't know because you don't know what Congress is going to do, or you don't know who's going to be elected in terms of the representatives and how they'll vote on these I know. Or if the the positions they're taking when they're campaigning are going to be different when it actually comes time to put a bill together. So you really don't know. So there is a lot of unknowns. A lot of clients I know are taking that wait-and-see approach. People I know who are investing their money are taking a wait and see approach, really, to see what happens because the market's been fluctuating and it's been different since the pandemic started. So, you know, it's really hard, and, and not everybody's having access to the markets. Not everybody has money available, you know, to always invest. And so that's a whole different side of it. So, people are really waiting and seeing if you're asking my opinion to really answer your question, and hone in on it is, you know, there's a lot of unknown and uncertainty right now. Until this election's done, Man. people really don't know what they're going to do to make decisions. They're not growing their business or doing anything until the end of Q4 to really decide how they're going to approach things, especially and, because of the pandemic.
1: And it's not just the president. You know, it, Congress is just as important. You know, it all depends. There's so many variables. You know, your state reps count too. Right. As much. I do, any. I mean, counting the closer you yeah. are, the closer they are to you, the more important they, the more they affect all your Paul life. In is town. local. Yeah, Alcohol, exactly. Local. But, yeah, it's, no. it's, but it's it's just so like so convoluted w- to be like, oh, if this happens, this is gonna be so bad, and if this happens, it's like you it's don't know. It's weird you don't tribalism,
0: know. the presidential election, and like, I, I don't think it, it it definitely has an effect, but we focus so much, on way our too team. much. Which team uh, yeah. are you on? It's fuck the. Did you watch <sighs> the uh, no. debate last night? No, because it's pro wrestling. I don't need to know. Right. I'm not who's undecided watching these things. Right. I'm like, ooh, you know, good you point. Know. I, I'm done. sure it sways some people, but it's really just promoting its own kind of echo chamber on each side. To me, at least I don't think it does It like it, the, you can see an effort by the democratic side, big time to get people to vote. Mm-hmm. Generally, you see it. a lot of that. Cause I like to see paid for by who, and then I'll go look it up. And it's like almost everything that's telling you to vote is a democratic entity that's doing that fine. I don't care. I mean the, I don't think
2: there's packs on all sides.
0: There There is, is, but I I I just look at it on a very uh, dumb guy level like that. Like the YouTube Mm -hmm. interstitial ads I get, it's uh, you know to go vote. Just generally go vote. I'm just saying like vote or die style. This has been a thing for a while. Now that I think about it. Well, I
1: mean it's a demographics thing for sure, right? Like the people who have a hard time getting out to vote are more likely to vote Democratic usually.
0: Yeah, and so there's this whole swath of people that don't even vote at all. I, I, you yeah.
1: know, you got to vote
2: though. You got to vote. Everybody's got to
1: vote. vote or
0: die. I know Kanye's not going to get in unless you write him in. So that's. <laughs>
2: dude, you think ballot.
0: you think I'm not going to write him in? I'm I'm going to I'm going to send you a picture of it because I hate both of them. I don't I think that's
1: illegal, isn't it? To See? take a
0: picture of my I, own ballot? I think so.
2: All I think. What all, if I did all, it? What all, if I, I did to it say to you as proof when I mailed it in? Vote, oh. I think you should reassess your situation and make sure you're comfortable because you have the right to vote whoever you, <laughs> you want. Don't get me wrong, but. I think you should reassess and do a little more research.
0: Why? He's a great producer. He be he he's he made it, he's a self-made guy, very American,
2: mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from
0: the heartland yeah. of the country, from Chicago. You oh, know, yeah. he what can I'm collaborate.
2: Saying, those things. He great can collaborator. be
0: collaborator. He you know he's just a little yeah. bipolar, probably, and you know. I, I mean, I I think right, some all... some
2: experience helps. I think we've learned that you know over time too. In the past but it's years, that in the thing nonsense. of like some experience helps. I, I, we but, focus you know.
0: so – I uh, look, I'm, this is not a popular opinion. I do think No. I, okay. if you want to give Trump <laughs> – it's okay, baby. No, I'm saying like <laughs> if you want to give Trump any credit, he is a master at PR. And I really don't think – like, look, I don't love that he represents the country with what he says on Twitter and stuff. But I think he just goes, look over here, look over here like a magician. And then he goes and really does whatever boring stuff. It, so I've tried to ask people, give me a track record of all the terrible things he's done in four years. And everyone's like, yeah, well, he said this. I go, I don't know. I want actions. What were the actions that were bad? And well, if you, got, if you one, tell me about kids in cages, you got you to bring up Obama's era doing it too. Here's right? the one
2: thing I can tell you, Law. It's not just action. Sometimes it's also inaction. That's okay, quick point. To, fair, fair that's point. A quick yeah. answer to because we don't have a lot but, of time but, to get into all right. that list because it would be a list to discuss. But but I think that's something to pay attention
0: to. to for people listening, we're not going to, we don't get into politics on the show. It's just more yeah, of a way I'm to think about anything, really. Like, yeah. break it open, and you're 100% correct because a lot of the times when I, I'm, I'm doing consulting and on the marketing side, I go, who's your number one competitor? And a lot of people will list someone. I go, typically it's not, it's usually the person. The patient, the client, the customer, uh, whatever, the user, it's their decision to not use you at all for no re- Like yeah. a lot of the time. And you're like, Ooh, what's up? You it pull is. that Zen on them.
2: And it's and like, Oh, okay. Things, you know? I think, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, that's, I, I, and I think that's going to lead to one of the big things we might see in 2021, depending on how companies come out of 2020 that I'm looking forward to seeing. I pay attention to this, is just basically the acquisitions market. And what that means is are there's going to be a lot of mergers and acquisitions happening as a result of some companies maybe not being able to, able to survive mm-hmm. at the end of Q4 when they find out where they're at and maybe they become good target companies to Got merge with a company. And now you might see some medium-sized companies that could be challengers or competitors even to my clients or to your client's law or to whoever. Sure, sure. And now they're going to be gr- grabbing a pretty good company you and, and know, that might not be able to make it right now. And then they're going to be just as strong almost duplicate their efforts. And now there's a brand new competitor out there that you didn't see coming and they just you know expanded themselves and were able to you know scale and create more more market share for themselves and now the whole challenges in the in, in the markets by industry will vary and i think that's going to be a trickle down effect or unintended consequence if you want to call it from the pandemic as we go into 2021 so i'm curious to see what happens with the mergers and acquisitions markets with companies and those target companies that will be coming ab- about, you know, as we move forward.
0: And if I remember from John Oliver's show a couple of years ago, we're in the mm-hmm. era of corporate consolidation, like crazy, right? Like there's, there's more, there's, there's more corporate consolidation than ever. Cause there is. it's been real, especially in tech where I kind of lean a lot it, it, because yeah. it, the idea of making an app is to sell it to a bigger company a lot of the time, or you really can't sure. compete after a while. Cause you, you can kind of get those fundings in the mezzanine level of rounds of fundings right. and stuff, but a lot of the time it's just like, I, "I'm." You're gonna just, need some hardware right. to
1: back that up eventually. You get into tech sometimes yeah, because you go, I,
0: "I got, to I got a cheat code to, to do this yeah. thing that no one else is seeing, and then I'm gonna sell it to some bigger entity, like YouTube to Google." You know. Yeah,
2: you just gotta. It's, it's hard because money helps you stay competitive. Because as you grow and scale, the challenges get greater. In order to deal with those challenges, you need more money, or you need to back off the support personnel. All these things that smaller companies or little app developers don't have. So it's interesting. We'll see. I mean, you see Google now facing an antitrust, you know, suit from the U.S. government. That's going to be something new that probably people think is coming. I think you might see in 2021, depending upon who gets into office, a breakup of some of these big tech companies, whether it is Google or even if it's Amazon or somebody, because people think there's monopolies out there and things going on. So. I don't think there's a denial that some of these big companies are monopolies, but you know, whether or not they should be broken up is a whole different argument for a different issue today. But not Apple um, with it's
0: my it's, boy Tim Cook. worried
2: <laughs> Auburn War eagle, yeah. you're gonna say that. So, yeah, 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 but I mean again They're worried about our I, privacy, okay? Yeah. But this is why I was saying it's it's interesting to take, you know, a fifty thousand foot view on all of these things that we talked about even just during this call, where it's about you know, what are companies going to do about employee efficiency? What are employees going to do and how they're going to scale their company from a commercial real estate side? What's the mergers acquisition market going to look like? What are small businesses going to do and make decisions on based upon who becomes president? What happens with the tax rates? All these things are now after effects of what's going to happen once the new year hits, once the election's done. And we're going to have to start looking at all these things. And you really want to get prepared if you're a business right now try to have a plan in place to get ready for what's going to you know what you're going to do if any one of these events happen because they're going to come fast and it's going to come hard and if you're not ready you're ready to plan you know that's where you're kind of going to be you know not moving forward you're going to be going backwards and having to start over again so yeah. and that's a big challenge and, and and unfortunately there's a lot of things you really can't do there's a lot of these things you know they're not at your mercy as a small business owner medium-sized business owner uh you, you kind of just got to hope for you know things to turn the best way they can for you and get some good advice, get some good attorneys, get some good accountants, and then kind of get yourself in the best position you can with your talent that you can, you know, whether you need a re- recruitment company to help you find more talent and, you know, scale it and be more, more, more feasible for your business.
0: I've talked to a hundred business owners probably since mid June and I keep telling them, look, you mm. know, don't wring your hands, use this time valuably. Like it, yep. if you if you really are in a weird holding pattern, Start working on your strategy. What are your goals to get out of this? Create contingency yeah. plans like you're talking about. Start yeah. do what I used to do every quarter. I used to ask you, "Hey, go through my agency uh, yep. uh, agreements and let's let's clean these up because here are well, the too long. Yeah, that's Congrats.
2: a great thing. That's a great thing. Still 15 but pages,
0: one. but you got to. You're only as good as the four corners of the pages, right?
2: As long as that's the governing rule, yeah, for that contract. The, but I'll tell you yeah. what, the one, thing, or the as, one thing: you're only oh, as oh, good oh, as your tight, as your contract <laughs> is tight, right? there you go no, no loose like ends no loose ends but i will tell you this because obviously we can't get into everything that that a business can do but if you had to give advice to a business on at least one thing they can do i can tell you this from what's happened with the pandemic to help set yourself up for 2021 or even towards the end of q4 is what happened as a result of the, of the pandemic even go back to march april may middle of q2 was a lot of people were getting out of contracts they were canceling you know service contracts goods contracts I was a part of having helped people terminate tons of contracts because people were sending in cancellations because they were trying to save money for what's going on. This is a great time if you are a business owner, no matter what size, to reach out to those companies or individuals that terminated And say, look, have you reassessed? Where are you at? Where can I help? Where can I help you add value? Maybe we can't do a contract for the same amount of money or for the same amount of goods or services, but maybe we can incrementally, slowly go back and help you build up your business. So if you can provide that kind of value add to somebody, I think this is a good time if you had to make one decision to say, well, look, you know, Steve's saying all these things, where do I start? I think that's the first place you start as a business to really find out how you can get yourself moving forward and then deal with all the other things that we've talked about that are going to come down. But at least you'll have a good baseline in place, setting yourself up to find out what your margins are going to be, where your numbers are going to be at, how many clients you'll have, etc. as you start moving towards any Q4. Yeah,
0: someone read The Art of the Deal by Trump. No, <laughs>
2: no I, I've, actually, really, I've actually never read that. No, book. you're really,
0: you're really ta- tapping on never split the difference. Like just because, you know, mm something's going awry doesn't mean you can't salvage something else. uh, I I uh, agree.
2: I'm I'm a firm believer no matter how bad the situation gets, there's always a way out. There's always a... a problem, solution. Don't think you know, binary. A lot of people
0: think zeros and ones. And they yeah. go, uh, well, no, this didn't work always, out. Response, there's always you know? something.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a big part of uh, American exceptionalism. And obviously, I think that's just a big Ooh. part of how human, how human nature there is. I go. just think people are always going to keep grinding to find a result because people aren't always happy with, you know, the status quo. I think we're seeing that in a lot of other things, not just from an economic standpoint, even from a social justice standpoint. So I think you're going to see that in every every phase or aspect of uh, American life as we go forward. Throws that
1: out at minute thirty-five. <laughs> All right, we'll let we'll
2: let you <laughs> hey, go. Man, I'm out. We're out of time, right? right? Oh, okay. that's a
0: mic drop. Yeah, uh,
2: That was. I was kind of wrapping it up there for you. But I wanted good to for to take you, buddy. Some business but... on this on this podcast. <laughs> of course, man.
0: Of course, and if you want to yeah. hit up uh, uh, Steve here, get to fantidylegal.com and hit him through. Some awesome, badass guy made his website uh, and you can contact yeah. him through can that. Can I
2: make his website? <laughs> he's, behind on my, he's, he's behind on my blog post. So what? Worry. Oh! <laughs> what, bro?
0: No way. Those, those no, are I'll, scheduled I'll out. You crank those things out stuff. 10 in a row and I'll schedule I'll them out in months, man.
2: Yeah. No. All serious. though. Thanks for having me on. It was great seeing you guys. Of yeah, course, man. man.
0: Let's get together soon, so man. Soon.
2: Absolutely. Later, Later buddy. Yeah.
0: Right. What about yeah. my sweat equity?